changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration for you from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today, we're going to talk about what happens when you take a risk on someone like a weird neighbor and it pays off in a big way. How many times have you been a little reluctant to engage with a person who's a little different or who you've heard something bad about, and then you've done it anyway, and you've been really glad that you did, and that person ends up being an important part of your life? Well, that's what happened to two of our writers whose stories we featured in our past books, and we republished in a brand new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Canadian Acts of Kindness. Our first story is from Heather Ray Roden. She didn't know what to do when this strange old man pounded on her front door one day. Her family was new to the neighborhood, so she didn't know who he was. But he was dressed in dirty clothing, and he was wearing muddy boots. And he was carrying a little plastic bag filled with vegetables, and he asked if she would like to buy them. He said he had grown the vegetables, and he also had apples that he could bring to her from his tree. Well, Heather just melted. Whether she needed vegetables or not, she was going to help this old man. She went to her purse. She got some money. She bought the bag from him. And when she opened it up, it turned out that it mostly contained dirt with just a few carrots. But the next day, he showed up again, this time with some bruised apples. He said she might like to make a pie. And he looked so sad and wistful as he said it. Heather got to know the old man. It turned out he lived around the corner and his wife had passed away a few years before and he was lonely and selling vegetables and apples was a way for him to go out and meet people. Heather and her family started having tea and cookies with the old man and she made him apple pies and the kids loved his visits. He became like another grandfather to them. Eventually, he moved away, but they continued sending him mail until he died a year later. Heather concluded her story by saying, We're so grateful for the unexpected love that swept into our lives the moment we opened that door. And that's what we see over and over again in our books about kindness. People reaching out and creating new family units in unexpected but very fulfilling ways. When it comes to family and honorary family, there's a lot of happiness out there that's just waiting to become part of our lives. Maria Morin opened her heart to a neighbor as well, but only after thinking about what was behind the woman's bad behavior. Maria's neighbor, Edna, seemed determined to make Maria's family miserable from the moment they moved into the townhouse next to hers. Her first words to them were not exactly welcome to the neighborhood. Instead, Edna looked over at their 12-year-old son, David, and announced, you make sure you keep that child out of my yard. There was a tall fence between their yards, so that didn't even make sense. But that encounter set the tone for weeks. In fact, the next day when David was on the phone in his bedroom, Edna started pounding on the wall between their units because she could hear him through the wall. And then she yelled at David when he and a friend were outside playing ball on their side of the fence. At that point, Maria marched over to Edna's unit to tell her what she thought of her behavior. 
and she found the old lady sitting ramrod straight in a rocking chair on her front porch, looking out into the street. She was wearing a crisply ironed summer dress. Her shoes were polished. Every hair was in place. She wore a pearl necklace with matching earrings. She told Maria that her son was coming to visit, and she didn't want to get hit by David's baseball. So Maria went home, and she ran into another neighbor who explained that Edna was always in a bad mood and was always waiting for her son to come and visit, which he did rarely. He only seemed to visit when he needed money. So Edna continued to pound on their common wall and complain about everything. And then two months later, when Maria's family was outside having a cookout with friends, Maria saw Edna peering out a window at them. And Maria thought that Edna didn't look mad this time. She just looked sad and lonely. So Maria went over and rang Edna's bell and invited her to the cookout. And Edna was shocked. But then she agreed to come, and she even brought a cheesecake that she had just made, maybe for that absent son of hers. And from that day forward, Maria and Edna were the best of friends. Edna said that Maria was the daughter she never had, and she taught her how to cook some of her specialties. For the next five years, Edna was part of the life of Maria's family until she died in her sleep. And Maria says that she mourned Edna just as she would have mourned a beloved relative. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you're Canadian and you want to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Canadian Acts of Kindness, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. The book is available wherever books are sold in Canada and of course on Amazon in the U.S. as well. We're making a donation to United Way Centrade Canada of 25 cents U.S. for every book sold. United Way helps volunteers and donors to become champions of generosity in their own communities all across Canada. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.